Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believe Do You, a paranormal podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm, and I'm Eric. I was going to jump in with I'm Eric first. Yeah, I paused. Whoops. Um, yeah, guys, so today is a deep dive episode, but before we get into the topic of the deep dive and all that good stuff, Eric, you have something to tell me? Yeah, it was, um, I don't know if it happened last night or the night before. No, it must have been last night because I, I, my schedule has been weird this week because some stuff happened at work and I missed two days and I'm making them up. So anyway, mm. <clears throat> so I was asleep in bed last night. Um, uh, I don't know if it was like right at the beginning of, of me like going to sleep or something, but um, I remember like I started having a dream again. Like, you know, those... It, like night terror type dreams that I used to have, but it wasn't, I don't, it wasn't like that. It was like something was going on and and it was, it seemed to to be the restroom downstairs. And I want to say that like I walked into the restroom downstairs uh, of my house and like stuff started happening or stuff started happening before. And I started walking into the restroom, but the point is like, I I felt like, it was some sort of like haunting or something. Something was happening. So I started to say, no, not again. Like, I hope this, start, this doesn't start happening again. And then um, I remember like, I don't know if I backed out of the room, the bathroom, like but walking backwards and then the door closed or if like I kind of got pushed out. But it like it did. I, like, I didn't feel like I was forced or thrown or anything like that. I, or, or maybe even it like if it had zoomed out, like, you know how that happens in dreams and movies mm-hmm. sometimes or like yeah. stuff, just the hallways get longer or whatever, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, my God. So then, like, I started to try to wake myself up. So, like, I realized I was dreaming. And so, like, I was trying to open my eyes and and like I was able to open my eyes without having to say that our father or anything like that. I was just able to snap awake. But then. Like, I remember I woke up or I thought I woke up and um, like my eyes were open or like half open and and I was looking at our window in the bedroom mm-hmm. and then uh, it was really bright and the sun was like, it was like the sun was out already and it was shining in through the, the, the window and like I could see like this shadowy thing, like it had like a round head. And the body was kind of skinny and the arms were kind of like wispy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it was kind of moving. And then I said, like, I started saying, like, no, go away. Get out of here. Like, you can't be here. And then it kind of like started like just like morphing or shifting. And then it just disappeared. And then I like immediately went back to sleep. But I know that that wasn't a dream or that that was a dream also because the sun doesn't come in through my window. Like it doesn't shine through the curtains, like because we have those blackout curtains and then the the curtains that were in the dream within the dream were lace curtains. So and we don't have lace curtains Uh, like they have like this like pattern. They had like this lace pattern type of thing, but in the dream, but they we don't have that. And then I know that I also know that it was a dream because uh, I remember I woke up like at seven and my wife was awake and. Um, yeah, so, and I ended up getting up and going to the living room after that. And like I said, the the room was blacked out. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't until I walked out of the room that I realized it was daytime. But I don't know how much time had passed from that dream within a dream to me waking up. Um, but yeah. So what you're telling me is that you actually got abducted and there was a silhouette of an alien gray, probably big head, <laughs> slender body. And the light, quote unquote, the sun that was coming in through your window wasn't actually the sun, but the light from the UFO abducting you. Is this correct? See, this is what I <laughs> thought you were going to say. This is where I thought you were going to go with oh, it. And so, I mean, I did think about it, but um, I mean, it's, I guess it's possible. Um, it's just, you know, the, I guess they didn't get the curtains right. Well, because remember one of my <clears throat> alien dreams that I had was a dream within a dream. Mm-hmm. And like they were like in my room and I was like, oh, they're and here. We just, and we just had this the, mm, this conversation like, uh, with uh, Joanne. Yep. That's why about I, aliens. Okay. Oh, man. So the FBI didn't come for us, apparently, or you. But the aliens did. The aliens did. The confidential yeah, aliens. Apparently. Whoopsie. Yeah. So that was the thing that happened. It, um, like I said, it was. Yeah, I, I did like again think about the whole alien thing, especially like afterwards. <laughs> but um, at the very beginning, I was just kind of. But but the thing is, when I when I did finally wake up, like I I didn't feel scared to be in the house, or I didn't feel any kind of like. Well, you, way. maybe maybe it, I mean you know I always for fun like to go straight to aliens like zero to a hundred. But uh, maybe you're just remembering like a, a past life where the sun did come in through the window with lace curtains and it was just a little memory. Maybe. It was just, I don't know. Or, or like, I mean, like, like you said, I mean, if it was an alien thing, it could have just been that they got the curtains wrong because it was the same room. Yeah. Like it, 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 the, 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 I was laying in the same like bed more or less. Like I couldn't see anything that was over here because the sun that was coming through the window was so bright, yeah. but um, it was, um, but it was the same window, the same size window. And like I said, this, I mean, it, it seemed like a pretty large figure, like it fit in the entire window almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, but it was, it did have, like, I do remember it being like, it had like a round head. You know what it kind of looked like? Like it, it almost looked like the I don't even remember the screen. Is it called the Screaming Man? That painting where like the oh yeah, where his okay. hands are on his cheek. <clears throat> yeah, it, yeah, it almost looked like that. But if like his hands were like spread out or something, and like starting to like sorry, I'm moving away from the mic, starting to like shift and stuff like that. But his head like always remained kind of like that round shape, and it's just mm-hmm. his arms got kind of wispy. Like he had like tentacles, kind of. Like, sort of, yeah, um, I, yeah, like almost like, like the way they doing, moved, yeah, a, along the window, it could have been like yeah. tentacle type thing, yeah. I mean, something like that, mm. but it was definitely uh, an interesting thing. And 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 I and like again, like right now that I'm telling it, like I almost wanted to say it happened a couple of nights ago, but a couple of nights ago I was at work, and yeah, uh, it seems I was like at, long ago, yeah, and uh, so it literally happened last night. Hmm. So it was interesting. Yeah, like dreams within dreams, or like when you think you're awake but you're not, or like I, that that stuff always trips me out. But mm-hmm. yeah, well, and I, I just think it's crazy too, like how, um, like I I feel like 
a lot of people don't really realize that they're dreaming. They just kind of wake up. Mm-hmm. But like if I start like once I start to like if something like weird starts like too weird starts to happen or if I don't like start if I don't like my dream like scary shit starts to happen and, and like I'm not wanting to like be in the moment like it can be scary like I'm sorry am I boring you I'm, yes I'm joking. I'm so um, exhausted. <laughs> no like it if it's something like scary like like I'm a about to like I'm getting chased by something or like I'm under like fire like something like crazy like that like an action movie or the possibility of me dying Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily something that I'll wake up from it's something that I'll like continue to go just to like because I like video games and it's like a video game in my head you know video game yeah yeah but if it's something scary like like ghost stuff or like stuff starts moving or like I'm being chased by something very scary then uh like that's when like sorry i'm saying like a lot that's when i'll realize that it's a dream and i'm like okay i need to get out of this i don't want to be here anymore and then i'll just wake myself up Mm. and i'll try like really hard and i'll find like i'll snap out of it and sometimes i'll go back to sleep and i'll start dreaming like start where i like you know continue where i left off or sometimes the dream will start over again or sometimes Mm. it'll just be a different dream interesting but yeah so basically what you're saying is that you could lose a dream very easily if you wanted to maybe (laughs) probably the fact that you're already aware and can manipulate to an extent is step one so do it more often or try to do it more often like dream you can no like uh i guess go around in your dream and like um what do you call it um explore i don't mm. like want wander around yeah that's what you got to do when if you're like trying to lucid dream you have to be like okay i'm dreaming now let me go do cool shit you know well sometimes it's a it like because i snore um mm. i tend to wake my wife up and and sometimes <laughs> it's not fun for her so uh i get i get jabbed awake sometimes so it's not uh, always so easy so you, you get kicked out of those dreams yeah I mean, if I even get to the point where I can dream. Oh, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, I, gotta, I guess I got to lose weight first and stop snoring. Oh, and then goodness. and then be able to lucid dream. Whatever. Just get it done. <laughs> oh, well, I don't really have anything. Uh, I did another um, market this weekend. That's why I probably sound a little exhausted because being around people as much as I love selling my stuff being an introvert it's hard to do um so I'm like at the end of that and a little exhausted but um none of the like sidekicks and sidekick sidekicks and readers were there I was about to ask did anything crazy cool happen unfortunately no it was it was kind of a slow weekend but um I will. That's a lie. I got acupuncture done on my ears. Mm. Your ears? Like, yeah, she did like five points on my ears, but like five of the needles fell out on either ear kind of thing. And so. Does that mean I anything? Was, I don't know. I was like, I have absolutely no idea if she just didn't like poke them in deep enough kind of thing or what. But anyway, that's just a fun fact that has nothing to do with paranormal or anything spooky. But, uh, 
Yeah. Oh, the only thing that I did want to mention, because when this episode drops, I may have already posted something about it. Maybe not, but you'll know what it is. Um, But we wanted to do something a little special for our one year anniversary. And we're probably going to do a a couple other special things. But one of the things that we wanted to do was add a new t-shirt design to the store. And... I'll probably be revealing the design, if I haven't already, very, very soon. So I hope you guys enjoy the shirt. Did you just show it to me or did you post it? I've showed it to you before, but I didn't yeah. post anything. Oh, okay. I thought you had posted it before. The planchette? Yeah. Yeah, I just showed it to you. Oh, okay. I haven't, uh, I haven't posted it. I hope not. Well, I'm excited because that... Uh... When you do reveal that design, I'm I'm excited for everybody to see it because that design is pretty cool. I like it a lot. No pressure. <laughs> no, I I liked it. It if it <clears throat> encompasses everything that I love and and I feel like everything that this podcast is. So yeah, I I I agree completely. Like it it has everything that we're about. Yeah. So maybe maybe not cryptids, but that's okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, it'll be exciting, and I'm excited to hear y'all's feedback. But, all right, well, it's been, like, 13 minutes. Do you guys want to know what we're deep diving today and, like, what the topic is? It's kind of important. Do you want to announce it? Should I announce it? Uh, Yeah, so I'm kind of excited about this because we've. I know we've, like, briefly mentioned them before. I don't know if we've gone, like, deep into detail I don't think so. I mean, obviously, that's what we're doing right now, right? But like, yeah. <laughs> we haven't really gone more into detail about it. Um, but it, I guess, a little hint is it's the cover art for uh, the episodes, kind of, sort of. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh huh. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say if you don't know what he's talking about. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about, it's uh, Black Eyed Children. AKA Black Eyed Kids, AKA BEK. Beck. Um, Beck. So, yeah, we've we've touched on it. And, and on episode one, Letty kind of mentioned an, an encounter uh, that she had with, and her son ended up having later on with a Black Eyed Kid. Um, it was a little different. And we're going to kind of get into some of the differences, but similarity, similarities people have had. And like, are they the same? Are they not? But um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, but I will say, obviously, some of this is like legend and lore. So there's not a whole detailed uh, archive of information about these guys. So this is stuff that we've pulled from different articles, um, from other podcasts that I've listened to. And things like that. And that's so we'll give you all the information we can. And we're going to talk about some experiences that people have had with these black eyed children. I'm ready because this this kind of this this started. Well, I guess never mind. Get into it (laughs) because, yeah, that was like I was about to like ruin the whole thing. So um, black eyed kids, guys, I had never heard of black eyed kids before. Until I started getting into podcasts, and one of the paranormal podcasts that I got into was Astonishing Legends. And if you are a podcast listener and you love the paranormal, like this, that's that's a a really really good like in depth 
they go in depth like everything like they're they're known for probably going a little too far in depth <laughs> but um they did a three part series on the black eyed kids so if you want like a deep 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 dive go over to astonishing legends and listen to their black eyed kids episodes they're great we're not going to go that deep but we're going to go pretty deep <laughs> so let's start with the origin this whole thing supposedly I don't want to say started, but was first brought to people's attention, I guess, in 1996 with a post written by um, a reporter from Abilene, Texas named Brian Bethel. And it was the first like recorded record, I guess. Um, it, was, it wasn't it was creepypasta that he was uploading to, but something along those lines where like a forum to write stories and, and things like that. So... He ended up writing this experience, writing about this experience he had in a parking lot. And so what happened was he was in the parking lot of a movie theater because he was trying to make a payment. I guess his internet service provider, you know, people were um, nearby. So he was writing out his check before he dropped the check off in the drop box. You know, when people actually wrote checks and I was about to say <laughs> how they made payments. I was about to say a check and an internet in 1996. Right? Yeah. So it's old school. It's old school for sure. But so that that's what he was doing in his car. Um, so he's trying to write out this check with like the the lights from the movie theater kind of shining in through the window, but it's still pretty dark, kind of dim. And he saw these two boys coming up to his car. And he said they were about like uh, nine years old and 12 years old or somewhere around that age, age range. But there's two of them. And they came and they knocked on his window. And he said that they were, quote, somewhat suave, right? Mm-hmm. Somewhat suave, olive skinned, curly headed young man, and a red headed, pale skinned, freckled young man. And the boys wore um, hooded pullovers, so he couldn't really see their faces. So the first boy said that the two of them had come to watch the premiere of Mortal Kombat. So that ages this even more so. <laughs> it's crazy. The, the, the original one, not the one that came out, I think, oh, yeah. this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, like the OG Mortal Obviously. Kombat. Of course. And, um, but that they had forgotten their money at their mother's house and they wanted a ride back to the mother's house so that they can get the money and then come back to the theater. And while they're having this conversation or like these kids, you know, saying all this, he just had this irrational fear, like something bad was going to happen. Like he just was like, like just, yeah, didn't get good vibes, I guess. (laughs) And, uh. Yeah, so the boy tried to con- to to convince him, like, you know, it's not going to take long. We're just two little kids. Like, we're innocent. Like, you know, nothing. Like, they didn't have a gun or anything. They weren't going to rob him. And Bethel subconsciously reached to open his car door. Like, he was ready to let the kids in and not, not actually fully aware of what he was doing. It was almost like he was hypnotized and he was just going to like, yes, master, let me do this. And then all of a sudden he broke out of that like trans that he was in and um, his vision kind of focused back on the boys. And that's when he noticed the coal black eyes. And he described the eyes as being the sort of eyes one sees these days on aliens 
or bargain basement vampires on late night television. Soulless orbs like two great swaths of starless night. He's a reporter, so he writes. Eloquently. <laughs> Very eloquently. Um, so he's trying to keep it together and not freak out, even though internally he's like, screaming. <laughs> that would be too. And he was just like, oh, no, sorry. Like, I can't do that. Like, it's not like I'm not I don't want to do that kind of thing. And he started like pulling to to reverse. And he just pulled out of that parking lot with no regard for human life was just like, that's how scared he was. And he looked in the rear view mirror and he saw that the kids were just gone. Like, there's no way that they could have run here or there. Like, the parking lot was pretty empty. Um, and another detail um, is that that I forgot to mention earlier was that when they're saying, like, yeah, like, we want to come watch the Mortal Kombat premiere or whatever, the last showing was at something like 7.45 or something like that. And it was already, like, 9 o'clock. So there was no other, you know, showing oh, that I they see, could I see. see. So it was it was BS, and that's kind of like what really made him like, okay, no, something isn't right. Like this, yeah. And then he noticed the eyes, and obviously, yeah. But um, so yeah, I just I can't even I can't even imagine. But so that was like the original first recorded um story that people had kind of seen, and and it wasn't it wasn't like how people go on Reddit and write, write fake stories and, or creepy pasta and stuff like that. This was just something that he was sharing that happened. And he felt like that was the right forum. And it's been since like taken, taken down. I don't believe that forum exists anymore from not mistaken. The creepy pasta. It, it was, oh, it, oh. it wasn't creepy. It was like cre- creepy pasta, but not mm. that exact thing. Yeah. But, um, that that is what I have always heard is that story being kind of the original or or you know the thing that kind of brought black eyed kids into the spotlight, mm-hmm. but um, that you know I was reading some other reports that were saying that it actually started when the Birmingham Mail, I guess it was like a newspaper of some mm-hmm. sort, reported on a paranormal investigator Lee Brickley. And he was trying to attempt to investigate sightings of the black eyed children at the beauty spot in Cannon, uh, Staffordshire, right? Yeah. <laughs> I should have brought water. And the paper interviewed him and he said that an unnamed woman had told him that she had seen spooky kids, um, whose eyes were completely black, no irises, no white, like nothing. And, um, he had claimed that the black eyed children's sightings were prevalent in the 1980s. So kind of close to the 19, early 19, you know, nineties, but not quite. Um, and he cited a time that his aunt and friends saw one on Cannon Chase in 1982. And he had also said that there were some other, I guess, more recent sightings. And so that's what he was trying to, to find evidence of. And, um, the Birmingham Mail actually even went on uh, one of his like nightly vigils to catch a glimpse of the unkempt anemic infant on Canyon Chase, um, which I assume is sorry. Is description it of a black eyed kid? Is it Canyon or Canic? Canyon. Okay. No, I'm asking. How are you seeing Canyon? Oh, oh, did I thought you? Heard, I heard you saying Canyon. Canic Chase. 
Oh, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Canuck. Canuck Chase. Canuck? Canuck? Canuck. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the report says that there have been sightings of Slenderman, which, well, I'll kind of get into that a little bit later. Okay. But is- I know last time Slenderman was mentioned, you were like. Yeah. Um, and I'll. Yeah, so last last time we mentioned Slenderman, I said that he was he was a creepypasta. Like his origin story was, uh, there it was like a contest, and they were trying to make up scary stories, and this guy made up a story of of Slenderman. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna when I get into what are the Black Eyed Kids, I'm kind of gonna bring back Slender Slenderman into it. But um, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, Slenderman is a, a boogeyman invented by people on online forums. Creepypasta, to be exact. And uh, as so, yeah, so the report had said that there had been sightings of Slenderman and as well as a creature brickly referred to as the Pigman. But so I don't know. Like I said, the only origin story that I had ever heard was like the first one was the one with um in in Abilene with Brian Bethel, but just did see a couple of reports of this other guy, so thought I'd mention it. Alrighty, so let's get into their appearance and what they look like. Um <clears throat> so these kids don't look threatening at first. Uh they tend to resemble kids that are between the ages of six to sixteen. Sometimes they have pale skin. Although the first reported story describes the kid as having olive skin. Um, Their whole goal is to be able to get inside your house, into your car, into your space, just near you. Which kind of reminds me of that whole, like, uh, the original, or one of the original things about, like, vampires is that the only way that they can get into your house is is by you inviting them in. We'll get Um, there. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But they need your permission. Oh. But they need your permission first. Why? What are the rules? And what do they want to? And what do they want when they get in? They want your soul. Uh, What? What they want is the only thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They want your soul. They're basically Shang Tsung. Your soul is is mine. mine. Going back to Mortal Kombat. Yes. What happens after, of course, what happens after they get inside is unclear and they will be super persistent. We, you won't notice anything is wrong until suddenly you will notice something is not right about these children's appearance, which is kind of what happened to, um, what was his name? You just said it and I forgot it already. Berkeley. Brian, uh, Brian Bethel. Bethel. Yeah. Brian Bethel, which is what happened to him when, when the kids were like, asking him to get into his car he was already starting to reach for the door and all of a sudden he was like wait you know why am i doing this like this yeah Yeah. and and then felt that dread yeah so then it like it'll click their eyes um will be pure black from lid to lid dead black orbs no sclera no iris sclera is the white part of your eyes guys just in case you didn't know that iris (laughs) is the colored part and your pupil is the black part so this is basically a large pupil um if the eyes are the windows to the soul, these do not have a soul that uh, resides or that soul resides in hell. 
which is probably why they want your soul because they have no soul. These creatures uh, with pale skin and dark eyes or black eyes uh, can usually be seen hitchhiking, panhandling, or at the doorsteps of residents' homes. And nowadays with these ring uh, cameras. Oh my God, no. Imagine? No, no. Imagine. No, I don't want to imagine. Look, as, as long is, as you don't see it, like, as long as you don't look outside your window and see a black eyed child standing at outside the window of your second story house, then you're good. I mean, if you do see one, then you should be freaked the fuck out thoroughly. No, be, well, I hate the idea. Okay. I hate either idea. If it's some kid like trying to just like you know be an asshole and like freak me out and then just like do it like fuck you kid for like this scares the shit out of me right mm -hmm. but also if it was an actual black eyed kids that that's like just as terrifying so either way I yeah. don't like it so they're often described as um, wearing clothes from a different time but never the current time period yeah I had actually or maybe it was in that astonishing legend episode that they talked about like they even speak like they're from a different time um like there was one experience i remember they talked about where these kids came up to the door and like knocked and the person answered and they're like can we use your telegraph and it's like what nobody has a like you would say i mean telephone right but it's like they're not aware of like what time period they're in and yeah it's like the telegraph not that telegraphs don't exist but nobody uses telegraphs anymore we're we're on phones now so it's yeah they're just there's something weird and like off-putting about them and you don't catch it right away and yeah that's just part of it that's crazy that kind of brings us to like what what are they and um one thing that i've heard is that they are aliens. Um, and obviously, like, oh, the black eyes. Like, you know, alien greys have black eyes. Or other. there's other types of alien species, supposedly, that have black eyes. So, like, maybe there's some sort of hybrid is, mm -hmm. is one theory. And there actually have been some stories and some reports where, and I actually have one that I'm going to share later with you guys, um, where there was some sort of, like, men in black after like they had okay. like a men in black uh, uh, situation or, or interacted with some men in black like after the after they had seen these black eyed kids, and it's just like odd. Even even if it isn't men in black, it's like well, what? Why is this kind of like a repeated thing where people often have yeah see adults? I guess like creepy adults afterwards. Um, Their parents looking so for them. Whoa. I have a story. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. So, well, just like FYI, I wrote a lot of this report, and like Eric's like reading it, and I specifically like put in certain things, and he's trying to ad lib, but it's exactly what I wrote, and he just ends up reading the next sentence, and it's what he just said. So it has been hilarious. I almost want to leave those mistakes in there because it's funny, but I won't. Um, so uh, another theory of what these things are is that they're demons. Um, you know, demons are often represented with black eyes. And if you've watched Supernatural, like I have, 
every single episode, all the demons, most of the demons, I should say, have black eyes. And uh, other demon eye colors are red and white. And white is supposed to be the most um, powerful demon. And then, like, black eyes are just kind of, like, less than mediocre. But- I was trying to remember a movie, too, about vampires that have, like, that their eyes go black when they're, they're about to feed. Twilight. Is, would, do they go black? <laughs> Twilight. Yeah. Or if they, they haven't fed. If they haven't fed, they go uh-huh. black. If they drink human blood, they're red. If they drink animal blood, they're, like, orangey, like, mm. amber colored. Hmm. Okay. I, I thought Twilight. it was, it maybe. I was <laughs> no, hoping I it wasn't Twilight. I thought maybe Twilight, <laughs> but then I was like, maybe it was like uh, Queen of the Damned or something, but I can't remember. Mm, maybe. I feel like I have a vague memory of that. But um, yeah, so there has been um, theories that that they're they're demons and that's why they have black eyes. And And speaking of like demons and like the hierarchy and like some have white eyes. I am fairly certain it was also in the one of of the parts of Astonishing Legends. I don't remember exactly part one, two, or three, but um, they mentioned that a family had had an experience with these black-eyed mm-hmm. kids. They didn't let them in, and then afterwards, another little girl showed up, but she had white, like all white eyes, and she's like, "Don't worry, they're not going to bother you anymore," and then just walked off. Oh, I think you told me that. Oh, dude, I, I just have got chills. <laughs> yeah. And so... Wait, wait, what did you just... You, but you said that that was also a demon color. Yes, yeah. So then, because when I first told you, you're like, oh, an angel. I was like, well, <laughs> supposedly demons with white eyes that have... Are like higher up on the totem pole, mm-hmm. I guess, or whatever. So it was almost... Some people were like speculating or theorizing that it was like a a higher demon kind of putting that lower demon in place. Like, kinda, okay. sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. But, I get you. I, yeah. I was trying to think of like an analogy type thing, but yeah, like oh, that, like put in his place and mm-hmm. put them in their place. Yeah. So, um, like, they're not supposed to be taking your soul. It was your next door neighbor. They won't be bothering yeah, you anymore. Yeah. They won't be bothering you. Sorry about that. Like damage control, <laughs> <laughs> but still like creepy child demon with white eyes instead of black. Like, nobody needs that. Um, so then, I mean, there is another theory that, that they're ghosts and I, uh, yes and no, I don't think that they're the same thing. I think there are probably ghosts that have black eyes and are like creepy looking, but I don't necessarily think that these ghosts with black eyes are black eyed kids, like these, yeah, black eyed children, um, because of that whole asking for permission to come inside and like actually interacting with you like that. Um, at least some of the black eyed kids stories or black eyed ghosts, I guess, stories that I've heard. It's like, they're already in the house or they're already in the building. So it's not, it's not necessarily the same. BEK is distinctly like they are outside of the car, the house, the building, like whatever it is that you're in wanting to come inside. So that's why I'm like, nah, I don't think so. And they seem intelligent, so it's not like a residual haunting either kind of thing. Yeah. Ever since you like told me about the black eyed kids, black eyed children, whatever, um, I've always been like super paranoid about like, 
you know, opening the door. Well, the good thing is now we have, like I said, we have the, it's not a ring, but it's a, it's a camera doorbell, you know, doorbell with a camera yeah. on it. So like if somebody rings the doorbell, like I can just check my phone and not answer it. I don't have to be yeah. like, like before where you like have sneak to get down. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, in the and window. sneak and like watch <laughs> and like kind of peek out to see who it was yeah. and stuff like that. Or when the, yeah. never mind. Uh, mm, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, you know, just that kind of thing. And, and so like before, uh, before we had that kind of doorbell, uh, I was just always like, man, imagine like you, you're at home say you don't have like a little window to look out and see like this child and be like, no, I'm not going to open the door. And you literally open the door and it's this child standing in front of you with these black eyes. Like, how do you like not get entranced? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I love how every time you start a sentence with like, imagine it's always going to be something really fucking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> i'm um, sorry dude right you're like imagine if you know what what you just said was creepy let me just take it up a notch like imagine if and then and i'm not like i'm not trying no, to like one up you or anything or no, like no, no, make no, it no, creepier. No. it's just that's no, the way my just, mind works like i know but then you share your mind with mine and i no longer like it because now those <laughs> thoughts are in my head those yeah. images are in my head but you you know why it was I wonder if I should save this for the end. I think so. Well, um, yeah. So we got theories that they are aliens. They are demons. They are ghosts. Also theory that it's none of the above. And then just some interdimensional being, which I feel like is just like now an umbrella term. But yeah, something not from this dimension. So, Which I feel like aliens and demons are not necessarily from this dimension either. But you know what I mean? I mean, some maybe, but some not. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. But I, um, I just think too that ever since I learned about like, dim, like, well, it's not that I just learned about different dimensions or like the multiverse and stuff like that. It's just that now that my mind's been open to that being a possibility of why we don't see certain things or why certain things are here and then they're not here, like, it just seems more like it makes more sense, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's a little bit easier to believe. To digest. Yeah. <laughs> or believe, yeah. No, yeah, I, I totally get you. That, that makes sense. Um, I mean, and the other thing that I was kind of thinking that maybe they are or some form of it. Um, and when we brought up Slenderman earlier, I was like, oh, I'm going to kind of talk about him again. Is Slenderman for a fact was a creepypasta. And then all of a sudden people started experiencing Slenderman. And I think we've talked about tulpas before, right? Um, I, I don't Maybe know. It doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, okay. So tulpas are, are basically something that you create with your mind that when mm. lots of people believe in this one thing, they actually make it a reality, like manifest it, but physical Isn't form manifest. Mothman mm. also something like that. Man, we can get into Mothman too. That's another deep dive. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's, I mean, he's something like Sl Slenderman because all, all of a sudden people were supposedly having experiences of Slenderman and um, they were feeling that black eyed kids were kind of along the same line. Mm -hmm. Is that they're just tulpas that people started talking about him. It got, you know, thrown around and the media and stuff like that. And, 
people created it with their mind or manifested it with their mind and made it a reality. But I don't know. The mind is a powerful thing for sure. It really, really is. Um, well, I hope you guys don't mind if we read you some paranormal encounters that people had. Some of these. Oh my God. I got guys, on you're Reddit. getting a twofer. You're basically. A deep dive and a stories of high strangeness. Basically. Okay, guys. So the f- first story here is, uh, you said from Reddit, right? Yeah. It's from Reddit, and it was posted by Do Not Question Me, laughing my ass off. Well, LMAO. Do Not Question Me, LMAO, written two years ago. Um, So it's titled Toronto. I was walking around Toronto by a subway station, not saying which one for privacy reasons, and I saw a boy looking about 14 or 15, which fits the aged profile. Yeah, fits the profile. Wearing a navy blue hoodie. There's the hoodie. That looked black and some bleached jeans. Seems like a typical kid, but it is winter right now. And it was a very windy and cool day. So a hoodie and jeans and jeans don't really cut it. I walked into the subway station and he was going the same way I was. Not suspicious because my people ride TTC. I don't know what that is. Um, anybody from Canada want to fill us in? Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, it only started getting suspicious when he seemed to keep burying his face in a book. It was a green covered book that had no title on it, almost like a school book. He got on the subway car that did and uh, he got on the sub- same subway car that I did and the entire time kept his head in his book. The subway car was relatively empty, maybe five, four or five people. When I got off of the subway, he did too. Still not really suspicious. The only strange thing is that he never let his head up from that book until finally he got out of the station. He closed his book and held it in his left arm. I walked to the store that I was going to, which was a semi, which was semi close, but still about seven minutes of walking for about three more minutes. He followed me eventually in an alleyway that was dark enough that I could not see his face. I was taking a shortcut. He lifted his pace. I was scared because we were alone. I thought maybe he wanted to be friends. So I stopped. No, right. No, I thought, <laughs> I, I thought maybe he wanted to be friends. So I stopped walking. And so did he. I said, yes. He only responded after about a minute of silence and said, can I go home with you? I answered with, sorry, but I'm not going home. I'm going to the store. And also, I don't live here. I'm going to to a real, real relatives, probably. Oh, I'm going to a relative's house. My home is in the suburbs. He answered with, can I go there? Can I go there with you? I simply said, why? Are you hurt? Are you homeless? All he said was, no, I just want to go. Then he approached me and I noticed once more. Then he approached me and I noticed once my eyes adjusted that his eyes seemed dark. I thought maybe it was the shadows, but I'm very nervous. I'm a very nervous teen with anxiety. So I thought, well, might as well confirm my superstition. I turned my phone on for a second so that the light from it let me see his face. He quickly covered his face with his hands, but in that time, I w- it exposed. <laughs> it was exposed. <laughs> Wait, but in that time, it was exposed. I saw dark eyes. He backed away nervously. I bolted for the store, and he kept backing off. I took off my cross necklace. Thank God I was wearing it. I rarely do, and I held it in my hand as I ran. I prayed as I prayed as I sprinted. Thankfully, I made it safely. I wish the story was fake. That image remains in my mind. 
so freakish. Yeah, I would not have thought immediately that a hooded kid that had been following me for yeah, hey, he wants to be friends with me. Let me uh, stop and talk to him. Yeah, and then if somebody was following me, I definitely would not have gone through an alley. Like my instinct would have been to like go to where there's more people. Like exactly, yeah, for sure. I don't know. People are dumb though. We figured that out with as many stories as we've read. Yeah, and you think it's just like in scary movies where you're like, don't go into that room. Yeah. And they do. And then they die. Like, just kidding. Oh, my God. People didn't die. (laughs) (laughs) No, so um, this one, I I was looking specifically for this one because a lot of the time what they say or what the legend is is that you're not supposed to let them into your house. If you let them into your house or vehicle or like whatever it is that you're in, if you let them in, something bad happens. And everyone's like, well, what's the bad thing that happens? It's like, well, we don't know because we never hear from those people again kind of situation, right? So you think, okay, everyone's died or they just didn't let them in and they survived. But so this story actually tells you what happened after they Mm -hmm. let the black eyed kids in. Um, and I believe they tell this one on, uh, again, I just want to heavily talk about Astonishing Legends because that's just like how it was first introduced. So this, I'm pretty sure they talked about this story as well. Whew. So this story um, goes like this. In a snowy town in the middle of nowhere of Vermont, there is, these, uh, there is this older couple that heard a sound outside their door. And it was three loud knocks, and they opened the door, and they saw two children, a boy and a girl. And the children said, parents will be here soon. May we come in? <laughs> Eric's, Eric's, shaking his, no. <laughs> Eric's like shaking his head. Uh, the children did not make eye contact, and they just stood in the doorway. The elderly couple were hesitant, but after a while, they let the boy and girl inside. It's your first mistake. The kids settled on the couch while the wife made some hot cocoa and the husband asked them questions that went unanswered. I just straight up ignored them. The wife returned and noticed that her cat was like super scared and really angry with the kids, like hissing at them, like just did not want to be in the same room with them. And um, yeah, they they eventually at one point, the cats just like took off and they couldn't find the cats. But um the children yeah, ate the kids, cats? I don't know. Uh, so one of the kids was like, may we use the bathroom? And the wife looked at the kids and... Asked together? What the fuck is wrong <laughs> oh with you? Gosh. Way to ruin the story. Sorry. No. She looked at the kids and that was when she finally noticed that their eyes were black. Like a starless universe. Like a starless sky. Anyway, she directed them to the bathroom. Why I would have been like, okay, get the at that point would have been like, your eyes are pitch black. Get out of my house. Like, what are you? But no, instead, she directed them to the bathroom. And um then she went over to her husband and she noticed that he like had his hands in his face, like he was covering his face. And she's like, Did you see their eyes? And the husband turns to her, pulls his hands from his mouth. And he's 
hands are covered in blood. He has like the worst nosebleed and he's just bleeding profusely. Dude. Okay. I'm sorry. Just go. I just imagined <laughs> something and just I'm not, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm also starting to freak myself out a little bit in this closet. Anyway, his nose is just bleeding profusely. And then the power cuts in the entire house. Oh my God, dude. I'm getting like chills down my spine right now. I know. I hate this story. Um, Lights go out. And the wife heads to the restroom where the kids are to, to confront them. And instead, she was confronted by the kids' voices at the end of the hall uttering, Our parents are here. The kids then exited the house, leaving the door wide open. And the wife noticed that there were two men at the end of the driveway underneath a streetlight. And so she was trying to see if she could see inside. And she noticed that they were tall and very slender. And if I'm not mistaken, one of them was wearing a hat or both of them wearing a hat. And she just like waved like, okay, wait, but didn't want them to like come inside or like come up the driveway and um the kids just walked down the driveway got into the car into the backseat of the car and took off and when that happened the power came back on and throughout like the rest of the week weird stuff just started happening in the house and three of the cats went missing and the fourth was found under their bed dead in a pool of its own blood and the husband continued to have those nosebleeds and then he finally went to the doctor because that's not normal and he was diagnosed with a very aggressive skin cancer so legend says that's the kind of terror that you deal with if you let a black-eyed kid into your house maybe not necessarily soul snatching but i mean i don't know if you kill one of my pets part of my soul dies so (laughs) Maybe that was the goal. I just realized I'm self-soothing right now. This is how I've oh been my gosh. sitting. What are you doing? What is that? Explain I'm, to oh, people who can't. Oh. I uh, I have my I'm I'm uh like hugging yourself almost. Yeah, but like I guess. with your arms. I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's break this down. <laughs> let's unpack here. First of all, the, the thought that came to my head, like I, I legit thought that this man was going to turn around and like pull his hands away from his face and he was going to have black eyes. That's <laughs> the thought that came to my head, why I was almost interrupting it. Well, why I did interrupt the story. Second, okay. Kids come into your house. Fine. Okay. You didn't notice the black eyes. Once you notice the black eyes, like I, maybe like I guess you're you're trying not to make a commotion. So when they ask you to use the restroom, like you go ahead and let them. Maybe I I don't I don't know I just I just so much of this doesn't make sense as 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 far as like the kids go to the restroom that <laughs> your your husband's like how are you not freaking out how are you literally not running out of the house right now like freaking out to like, like to like wave them off like okay bye the power like, goes yeah. out and 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 the kids like answer you from down the hall saying my parents are here and then you go like okay yeah go ahead and then bye like what the f- yeah. Dude, as soon as I saw their eyes, if I would have told them, yeah, go to the restroom, it would have been go to the restroom so I can get the fuck out of my house. Like, yeah. Well, maybe maybe they don't have the Internet, so they don't know what black eyed kids are. Yeah, I mean, there's questionable choices there, but um, Uh, yeah, yeah, 
It, it was. It's not one of my favorite stories, but also my favorite story. So, so the the men in black came to pick up these aliens. So yeah, this is one of those uh, stories that like it has weird things happening after, and I mean it's kind of similar to if, like well, there's like alien abductions or some sort of alien encounter. There's usually paranormal activity that happens afterwards, like an after effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I wonder if it was just kind of something similar. Or these cats are like, these old people are crazy. They let these two strange kids in. They saw the black eyes, still let them use the restroom and all this other craziness. But Yeah, I still think like, they ate their cats. Maybe. They took their souls. Um, or, but yeah, or, or maybe they didn't, like, maybe, you know, because you know how they say cats are protectors and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Maybe nothing, well, I mean... The man had an aggressive form of cancer in his face, I guess. But what if they didn't like die immediately or get their souls taken because the cats were like the sacrifice type of thing? Like maybe they maybe. protected their owners. It could be it. We'll say that. I like that story. Let's end on well, not end on a good note. Let's end that story on a good note and then mm-hmm. dive into another super creepy story. <laughs> so this is also from Reddit. Um, this was posted by Smoke Screen Screens way is that an i or an l uh by smoke screens way or well anyway it was posted by that person seven years ago oh sorry i was trying to read the the paragraph and i was like what smoke screens way i don't know yeah uh so this is titled BEK incident in 1918 from my grandfather fact um i had just recently found out about BEK phenomenon and was reminded of this story told to me by my grandfather of an incident that took place sometime in late 1918 early 1919 near Sandoval Illinois or Sandoval i don't know how those illinoisians Ill- people from illinois would say it <laughs> i would say it sandoval um, he told me it had been hot the past summer and the heat lingered for months. So he had all the windows and both doors open in his house where he was sitting on the porch, reading a book because it was too stuffy to be inside. He went in to make a snack, get a drink when he heard a knock. This struck him as odd because most people would just call out that knew him. So he figured it was a vagrant looking for a meal or labor. He lived by the train track. So hobos would come from time to time and I guess it was normal. So he goes to the hall and two kids are standing in the entranceway and call out. May we come in to rest? No. (laughs) It's a long way home. So he says they're welcome to sit on the porch, but it's not. It's too hot inside to be comfortable. He asked if they came from the rails and they just said, we need to come in. May we? No. From what he said, the kids made him feel peculiar because, one, they wouldn't look at him directly, and two, they were too clean. My grandfather said that riding the trains was dirty. You got grease on you and coal dust, and sometimes you get cuts on your hands or knees. He lost his leg doing the very thing we kept him out, which kept him out of the war. But these kids, from what he said, were pristine. They were going to Sunday, like they were going to Sunday school. They weren't sweating and their hair was neat and it struck him as odd if they had walked in open fields in the middle of the heat. They would have been unkempt or disheveled. 
he asks again if they would like to sit on the porch and the girl, it was a boy and a girl, but the boy didn't speak, just repeated, may we come in? Was that your stomach? Oh, I was like, who's trying to talk to us? Oh my God, no. Uh, May we come in? And then she kept asking, may we? May we? May we? No. Over and over again until my grandfather slammed his hand down and said, damn you both. No. You know, it's not going to come out and edit. It's probably going to cut you off. Damn you both. No. Sorry, she made or me just, tone it down. Well, you're you're like right here, right up against the microphone, so it sounds Damn really shitty. Both. No, you're still too close. I'm just gonna cut it out. Oh it's my fine. god, keep going. All right, well, damn you both. No, is what he told him with an exclamation mark. So I'm a, I'm assuming he said this very angry. Uh, the girl stopped speaking, and he said they both just stood quiet until the girl looked at him, eyes black like coal, and said once more, "Mister, may we please come in." They're persistent this. motherfuckers. They, they they will keep at it until you let them in. My grandfather just walked to the kitchen and sat down, not knowing what to do. He said he felt like someone punched him in the stomach. He said he sat there until his dog came rushing in the house, shaking like a leaf. No. So at the end, he never told anyone, chalking it up to the heat exhaustion. But he said it troubled him for years. My question is, how far back do stories of BEK go? And from what I read, they can sometimes hypnotize people they could sometimes hypnotize people. Could they do that with a dog to keep it from barking or warning? I mean, oh, one of the things that I forgot to mention of like what they are, it was like vampires is one of them. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you had also compared them to, to vampires. And the only reason that popped up into my head was just that whole um, like uh, hypnotizing you like that, mm-hmm. like, you, well, I mean, supposedly vampires do that with their prey, right? Like they're so just, um, like beautiful. charming and beautiful, and you, you just hypnotize and you just say and do whatever they want, and then that's how you die. So I wonder if it's you know, maybe they are some sort of vampire type creature, and ugh, I that's why the cat's blood was spilled all over. I mean, yeah, and then why he had like insane nosebleeds. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I know, like I mentioned that I'm sure there's other lore or en- entities and things like that with black eyes, but so we don't really know how far back it goes because it may be something completely different than what these experiences are, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what are, they are. Yeah. Um, so, uh, one of the stories that actually came out on Astonishing Legends was about a girl. I'm not going to name names until we maybe, mm-hmm. you know, so was about a girl from Brownsville, Texas. When I heard this, I was like, ah, and she's like, and I live in Austin now, but I'm an artist. I was like, ah, this could be me. And then she talked about what neighborhood she lived in. And I was like, holy crap. Cause it was pretty clear, close by to where we were like born and raised um but close kind of close to our neighborhood and so when they were talking about like certain locations and they even brought up i think we've mentioned in the podcast a few times um about how they found bodies or bones i guess near uh near our house that they're like trying to dig up because they're going to do construction or whatever i feel like Mm -hmm. we mentioned it right i think yeah yeah we did 
anyway, so yeah, they they mentioned it, or she mentions it on on the episode as well. But um, it'd be really really cool if we could get her on the podcast so she could tell her like full story, or you know, again, it's on Astonishing Legends, but um, it was. I mean, she ended up having an experience with black eyed kids and saw, or one came up to her door and was also like pretty persistent and wanting to get in as well, and um. Yeah, I mean, follows kind of the same storyline. She felt dread. She didn't understand why. And then, bam, she notices that the, the little girl has black eyes. But there's a lot more to it. But, I, again, don't want to ruin the story in case we can reach out to her and get her on. But it was just really cool that listening to a podcast that I really like with someone from Brownsville in the neighborhood, you know, close by. And it all kind of was creepy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that was like one of the first times or the first, no, I think that was the first time that uh, I had heard about Black Eyed Kids from what you had, you know, because you told me about this and stuff like that. And yeah. I think that's probably probably another reason why I was so like nervous about having an experience with them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and I mean, not, not still to this day, but every time we talk about it, it like re- reignites that little like. Yeah thing in my head you know what i mean for sure no uh, they're creepy but um you know what they say about like once you know about the black eyed kids no what do they say you have an experience with them well that shit so if you're listening to this sorry not sorry if you have a ring doorbell you know you're probably better off than anybody <laughs> who doesn't and if they do show up you better record that and send it to us uh guys start drilling holes into your door if you don't have a peephole already and uh make yourself a peephole so that you can look out your when uh, your door before you open it and if you see a kid don't let them into your house i mean unless they you know what would be fun what like getting a kid and like putting in those blackout contact lenses and then just have them ring people's doorbells. I literally talked about how much I would hate that if it was a, a kid doing that, but how much more I would hate it if it was an actual black eyed kid. I don't know where you were about like 45 minutes ago, but that was already said, sir, that it wouldn't be a good idea to do that. Yeah. I don't want to experience that. I'd be so mad. Okay, it doesn't have to be a kid. It could be like a 15-year-old. Either way. I love kids. I adore kids. I hate ghost kids. I hate black-eyed <laughs> kids. I hate, like, like, literally, because they take something so pure and innocent and they just twist it, and it's the worst combo. I hate it. It's kind of probably why I hate dolls, too. Well, I mean, I didn't say I was going to do it to you. I swear to God, if you ever did, I would disown you as a brother and never talk to you again. You're thinking about it because you're like, I think they'd be fine with that. Well, no. Well, no. Be, okay. So, so what I was thinking was I wouldn't do it to you. But then it wouldn't make sense to do it to somebody else if they don't know about black-eyed children or I black-eyed it, kids. I think it'll be pretty fucking scre- like, creepy. Whether I mean, you know about black-eyed kids or not, seeing some fucking creepy-ass kid. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, but then, then, then you run, you run the risk. I guess that's why maybe it would have to be an older kid. But you would run the risk, or at least I guess they would have to be over eighteen, but look fifteen or something. 
you know, you run the risk of them like actually letting the kid into the house. And then like, what do you do then? It's like, oh, shit. Um, no, it was mm. a joke. Sorry. Yeah. Well, see, even that is like sketchy as fuck too. Like letting a kid into your house. Like, they'd be like, wait here. Let me go get the phone. Because yeah. like the kid could then say whatever he wants happened and there's no proof. And True. Just not good. Legally. <laughs> Don't do it. Anyway, guys, that was the Black Eyed Kids. Um, like I said, uh, if we were going to do like a deep, deep, deep dive, like Astonishing Legends, it would be an eight hour episode. And I am not exaggerating when I say it's a lot of information, but it was so good. It creeped me out. Um, Astonishing Legends. And yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed our brief deep dive but hopefully it was filled with enough information for you guys to avoid black eyed kids at all costs and then um, hearing some horror stories about them yeah I mean that definitely that that story about the old people is yeah like I said I was I was self-soothing there because and I and I started doing it without realizing because it it legitimately like creeps you out yeah, it, it, it creeped me out and then just had me wondering why. And yeah, so. Hello, but yes. if you guys uh, if you guys want, you can check out our website. It's uh, webelievedyou.com. Amazing transition, Eric. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, .com. Uh You can click on a link there and we have all our social medias. If you want to get in touch with us through any one of those social medias they're there you can click on them have at it if you want to listen to the podcast there's a little section there too where you can listen on spotify apple podcast you can even go into any one of those or all of those and leave us a review or a, a five star um five stars and then review us that way we can move up into the ranks and if you want to leave your stories there's a contact us section where you can write in and tell us, Hey, I want to be, a, I want to be interviewed or, Hey, I want to share my story with you. It can be in Spanish. It can be in English. Uh, you can be anonymous if you want. Um, but definitely go, go to the website. Michelle worked hard on it. Click on it. We also have a donate button. We also have uh, merch, um, but share your stories with us guys, because we believe. Do you 